0: This one goes out to the conscious entrepreneurs here to make a difference in a big way. Welcome to the Heart, Soul, and Guts podcast. You've got the vision. You've heard the call. The world needs what you have to give, and you're ready to show up. Exactly how that's going to happen, that part's not so clear. Dreaming it and living it, two very different things. Deep breath, sister. You're in the right place. Amy Biandini is crazy about people and about business, and she's here to help you. It's time to get out of stuck and into action aligned with your soul. Are you ready? Here's Amy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Heart, Soul, and Guts Podcast, where we are turning the microphone around, if you will. It's like imagine a camera. It's being turned around here, and we are getting to know the woman, the heart, soul, and guts behind this incredible show. I'm Amanda Johnson. I'm a writer, teacher, and creator of Being Good With Being You, and I am deeply honored to get the privilege to interview Miss Amy Biandini. Hi, Amy. Hi. So Amy Biendini, you are a woman's leadership coach, she helps conscious women turn down their inner critic and crank up their intuition so they can take powerful, aligned action in their lives and businesses. Using her signature blend of intuitive and action-based coaching, she guides women in designing a business that is in integrity with who they are and in harmony with their lifestyle. She believes that business can and should feel good and that the only rules are the rules you make for yourself. I am so excited to get to sit on this side of the interview table, if you will. (laughs) So, Amy, let's dive right in and give us the Cliff Notes version of your mission and vision for the world. What are the highlights that have gotten you here so far? So I've always really believed that
1: women are incredibly powerful. Ever since I was a lot of girl, you know, I was surrounded by women, I was raised by strong women, and I really believe that we are so powerful, and we are much more powerful than we believe. And that's really kind of been the theme all the way through my life, kind of in school, and in work, and I was, I kind of did a corporate thing, I was a project manager, and I was really good at kind of the outcome-based stuff, but it just didn't feel good inside. You know, I'd make the, the results, and the, the promotions and the whatnots, but it just didn't feel good, it didn't feel like I was doing what I was meant to be doing. I didn't feel powerful. I didn't feel in alignment. I just felt crushing. It wasn't me. It wasn't where I was supposed to be. You know, I wasn't meant to kind of wake up, go into the office, you know, work for like 9, 10, 11 hours, come home and be exhausted and that wasn't the life that I was meant to live. And I started exploring more in terms of more alternative consciousness, as it were. You know, you're Marianne Williamson, you're Daniela Ports, And just, my eyes were opening to a much wider world. And it felt good. It felt so good to be able to define my own path and step into my own power and then really be able to help other women do that for themselves and really step into and claim their power because we are so powerful.
0: And as you say this, as you say... Finding your own path and stepping into your power. And and I just love the words you're using that, you know, women are powerful and it sounds like you lived and really experienced a very masculine world in your corporate job. And Mm -hmm. being a project manager requires so much of that masculine structured approach to things and to the results and the outcomes, as you mentioned, how were you finding your path and what was it that got you to go, oh, wow. Wow. This is my path, and this is where my power really flourishes and thrives. What was that start, that unraveling or that journey looking like for you? I've always been a little bit new agey,
1: so I kind of had that, you know, as a teenager, I like crystals and all of that, so that, that inkling, that interest was already there. But when I was kind of deep in the corporate world, and you're right, it was very, very masculine, I just kept getting sick. Like, physically sex. My body was just like, no. And I would get to a point where I literally couldn't do anything but stay in bed. And when I'd be staying in bed, you know, like the secret would be on TV, or, you know, these books that would kind of randomly fall into my path, I would start reading. Um, You know, your Gabby Bernstein's and all of those kinds of books that are more spiritual in nature. And, you know, I'd be literally, you know, at home on the couch, unable to do anything else, but kind of read or to kind of watch inspirational movies. And it kind of... slowly started to kind of seep into my brain that actually there was a world a whole wide world outside of corporate and maybe a good idea to have you know an exploration and see what's going on there and seeing what the world could look like outside of you know my cubicle and it's kind of part of my journey I decided to get a coach. I think when I hired her my original goal was to have her help me Feel more confident and more happier in my life, so I could get onto the MBA track at work and kind of go straight up the, the ladder, you know, mm. faster. That's what that's what felt like. It should be doing. I should be doing. Like I should be getting the MBA. I should be kind of a head of department. That was the track that I felt like I should be on, and I wanted her to help me do that. Even as I was reading things like or watching things like The Secret, so there was kind of an awareness there was more going on there, but I didn't really know what it looked like. And then when I had this incredible coach, Linda, who I adored she's starting to get me to kind of answer questions about why was that important like why did that even matter would that make me happy I was like well no but isn't that what you do
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) and I had to start thinking for myself and and I forget about what I've been told or what you know I get praised for what actually felt true to me did it even matter to me or was I doing it, you know, to make other people happy, other people proud? Because it looked good on paper, because my, my CV looked really, really good if I had these things. You know, was I getting to a point in my career where I was doing something to get to a certain level so I could take a career break and actually do what I really wanted to do? Because that's insane. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, this, no, this this doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. There's Something is very, very wrong here.
0: A couple things I want to draw attention to. I think it's so fascinating that you experienced what I think so many of us experience, which is using spirituality or using a coach or, you know, this greater awareness to, you know, help us experience more peace, more happiness, more joy, so that we can go out and do something else, you know, and go out (laughs) and get that next thing. And this trap is so common for so many of us, I think that we've, we still are on that structure flow, you talk about this a lot, masculine, feminine, I I may go back and forth between those words, but you know, this more Mm -hmm. masculine structure driven approach, we kind of dip our toe in this other feminine flow, let me be one with everything, but only so that it gets me that promotion, (laughs) right? Or gets me the hundred thousand dollars I'm looking for. So isn't that interesting? And I, I just think it's great that you've, you have that experience and that awareness that that was even happening. And the other thing I'm curious about, and so if you have more about that, but the other question I have is, do you think, you know, because I think we also hear stories like this a lot, or at least I have, I don't know about others, but you know, where the burnout happens, the the body breaks down, we get sick. Now, I personally don't have that story. And I'm curious from your perspective, for those listening, do you think it has to get to that point before you have an awareness, before you have an awakening, before you think, oh, you know, maybe there's something else? What are your thoughts on that? That's a really interesting question. And I remember watching something that um, Gabrielle Bernstein was talking about, that
1: people have to hit rock bottom and that you can't deprive them of their bottom. And I think the problem is with burnout, and I have experienced, you know, the physical burnout, is sometimes that is the only way you will stop to listen. Mm. Because it's not that there aren't signs along the way and there aren't opportunities to take different paths and make different choices. But we can be so kind of, you know, eyes down, straight ahead. We just don't see them. We're not open to engaging. And it's not until you have that really hard shock of burnout where you cannot do anything else that you actually kind of lift your head up and take a breath and actually see what's going on in your life and that this isn't the path that you want to you want to leave, which is why people have heart attacks and turn their lives around. Or people have, you know, horrendous, you know, illnesses and they come through at the other side and, like, you know, they travel around the world for six months because they appreciate they've got a new lease of life and they see the gift of their life. And the tragedy is it takes that shock sometimes to actually make us see the gift that we've already been given. So I don't think it has to get to that part, that point. But I think sometimes... We just ignore all the signs.
0: Mm-hmm. The question that I feel I need to ask now is for, for those who maybe haven't hit their rock bottom yet, and, <laughs> and maybe they will, maybe they won't, what would you say to them? What would you encourage them to do so that they don't miss these signs before it's too late?
1: Really carve out some time in your life for you. And still sort of think about what you do on you know, a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And actually ask yourself do I enjoy this? Is this what I want to be doing with my time? Is this important to me? And really just start asking yourself those questions, like, does this feel good? Does this not feel good? And there's no right or wrong, but the point is really just start to actually feel into what feels good for you, what doesn't feel good for you, and that gives you a better sense of kind of who you are and where you're headed to, because if you start noticing actually you're not enjoying your life and it doesn't feel good, then you can start making different choices to kind of change directions Mm. it starts with just having that kind of that space for you to actually check in with yourself because that's the other thing you know Amanda lives are so busy these days that everything happens so quickly and we just we miss it and if we don't take time to kind of take like 10 minutes
0: just to think we miss it and like a year's gone past Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's so true, and I don't think we can practice it enough of just pausing, taking a moment. And I just think that's incredibly powerful to remind us all of, so that maybe our rock bottom isn't as far down as it could be. You know? <laughs> yes. Maybe we catch ourselves halfway down. I think that's incredible. So I'm really curious, um, and you're already, I think, starting to get to the heart of it, and. I want to know more about, you know, when did you know that this is your message? You know, that women are powerful, that that there's a balance to things, that, you know, all these things that you stand for, how did you, how did you know or when did you know that you had found it? I knew that I'd found it when I started coaching and I realized
1: that this wasn't easy for everyone. And I know that sounds a little bit weird, but it wasn't until... I realised that actually having that balance of masculine and feminine and that women standing in their truth and in their power wasn't something that all women had. I realised that there's something that I had to share. Mm. I knew I wanted to help women. I knew I wanted to help in general. And I was really struggling for quite a while, even after I knew that I wanted to be a coach, of all my message was, like, how was I going to help them? How was I going to help? You know, I want to help, but, like, who am I, what do I have to say, what do I have to give and it wasn't until I actually started coaching that I realised that I believe women are powerful and I can help them see their their own power but that's not natural for a lot of women, that's a struggle because you know they start thinking that I'm not good enough and what they should be doing and they need to be a good girl and approval and all of those stories that we all tell ourselves and I can get really caught up in that and I'll be the one that stood for a while. But what about you? What do you want? What's important to you? What feels true for you? And I realised there was something maybe to that, and I went down that path of being very much in the feminine of let's get into the feelings and what feels good and what feels true, and then realising that actually, okay, my business was kind of moving ahead because I still had that project management masculine balance, but. Some of my clients, some of the women around me, were maybe getting stuck in staying in a feeling state. Mm. I was realising that actually having that balance is really what serves us best to actually create. So it's about having the intuition and, you know, the, the flow of the feminine, which is so powerful in terms of creation. But it also needs the masculine in terms of the structure, the discipline and the action to actually bring into fruition into the world so we can share our gifts with the world. And it didn't really hit me until I was some months into my coaching that this was completely natural for me. It wasn't for everyone, because as I said, I grew up with very strong women. I, I grew up knowing and seeing women be powerful, and then I sat very much as a project manager, very masculine corporate world. So I was very comfortable in both in both places, but the blend is where I realized what the power really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say what was interesting to me about that just reflecting is I had to take action before I felt ready. And that was one of the things that I found a lot of women definitely were struggling with that I was supporting at that time, is that we want everything to feel perfect. You know, we want to have all the answers before we get started. And I was very much of the experience. I had to start before I was ready, before I was comfortable being ready,
0: and then allow the answers to unfold. Mm. Absolutely. That and that has me think back to this idea because you talk about, you know, feeling and, and does it feel good? And that is part of our intuition. And that's really tapping into that more feminine aspect of ourselves. And something that I definitely know has tripped me up and I think has tripped up a lot of us who are going out and paving our own paths, et cetera, is when we think, well, does this feel good? And we may say, no, 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 it doesn't feel good. Well, it doesn't feel good because it's stretching us. It's asking us to step into something that is maybe beyond our comfort zone versus being out of alignment. And I think that's one of the things that you do so masterfully is helping women get clear on when I say something doesn't feel good, you know, because I want to launch my website or I want to, you know, start blogging or start a podcast, you know, helping her get clear on is that I don't feel good about this because it's wrapped up in fear and this is out of my comfort zone or because it's really not aligned with who you are. And I think that's your gift is to help us see that. The thing that comes up for me also as you're talking about this balance, the masculine, the feminine, the, the structure, and the flow, I know this is a question that you've asked before, and I think I'd love to hear your take on it as well, which is, you know, as someone who really believes in and, and really walks that talk and, you know, is practicing this balance between both, what is your take on marketing and then going out and, you know, making the sale <laughs> in business?
1: The masculine in terms of the structure can be so helpful in terms of creating a framework for the regularity of being in the marketplace. Because you can't sit and just call in your people. You have to kind of get out there and engage with the wider world. And drawing on that kind of the masculine, the action energy, the discipline is really helpful for finding things like, I'm going to post so many times a day, this is where it feels good. And keeping kind of a the schedule of getting out there and engaging in the world. But whereas the feminine is so powerful, is being the, the driver behind it. So the why, what is the message, what are you sharing, what is your intention behind what you're doing? And if you can really sit in your feminine as you do those things and you start to, you know, think about and envisage what it is that you want to share with the world, then if you can come from the feminine place of how am I serving? What am I giving? What is coming through me? You know, what am I creating? That is a really powerful driver for actually the content to the strength of the message coming through. And then the masculine structure can come in to complement it beautifully in terms of actually ensuring that there is a platform. There is a mechanism to get that, that beautiful message out into the world. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm soaking it up. Absolutely. We hear from... We, we hear from both sides of this, and I think you even talk about this on, you know, on your webpage where, you know, we do hear from streams a lot. We hear about those who have seemingly just called everything in you know, and maybe they had that experience. Maybe they, I don't know, you know, but that's what I'm hearing or that's what I'm reading. Right. And then the other extreme, which is just down to the lat, everything is scheduled and set and stone and down. And what I love about what you said was that how the feminine is the driver of it. The feminine, the flow is the intention, the why, what gifts do I have? How am I serving? Like, To me, if we want to get out of talking about feminine and masculine, because some people resonate with that, some people don't, that to me is beautiful to say that is the crux of it. That is the quote unquote feminine. It's the big why. And then the more the structure, the action piece the devotion, the discipline comes up and supports it. And I just, that image was so beautiful. I see like the car and, you know, the woman's driving and she is just like carefree wind her hair and the guys in the back with the map, just making sure that, you know, she stays the course and it's such a beautiful image. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and I think the, the follow-up question maybe, because when we do talk about putting ourselves out there, mm-hmm. we talk about having the platform, and we've done the inner work, we've, we've set our intentions, we've, we've answered our big why, and now we're taking this aligned action, we're going out, we're making ourselves visible. How do you stay focused and how do you, you know, stay your ground when, let's say, the results don't come in the way you hoped or the outcome wasn't quite what you expected? First
1: of all, I acknowledge the fact that it feels like it stinks. I wanted something, and it didn't come out the way that I wanted it to, or the way I expected it to, and it's disappointing, you know? And I think we can do ourselves a huge disservice by brushing it under the rug. You know, let's acknowledge, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it feels of crappy. And now we're moving on. So I think it's important to acknowledge how it feels, to look practically in terms of, let's be real. Did it really not go well, or was it something that wasn't quite done? because what I've noticed is when I go back and look at things, you know, I find maybe I rushed through a step, or a step wasn't quite in alignment. You know, there was something that was slightly out of sync, that maybe I didn't have the awareness of at the time, but looking back, it wasn't quite where it was supposed to be, and that's why it didn't land the way that I hoped. And I think that tends to happen a lot when kind of people come to me with things that they believe about, and they're passionate about, and it doesn't work. It's like, well, festivals all. And- there's a reason it didn't work. You know, can we find a reason? Because it's really, really rare, Amanda, to find somebody who has done everything and ticks all the boxes and it has no result. Because it just doesn't work like that. You know, if you're in complete your alignment, you know, you've done all the steps, you've done your your research with your people and you're, you're creating a service or a product that serves a need and you're getting out there in the marketplace, in one sense it's really hard to have it fail completely Something somewhere along the line is is out of alignment. Something's gone wrong. So it's kind of about being a little bit of detective and noticing when the break happened. And that can be really hard. And that's why I find it so powerful to kind of acknowledge the fact that it feels like crap, first of all. Because once you've gone through that and kind of let the emotion out of it, it's much easier to go back and go, okay, so what's really happened here? And what I find when it happens to me is, something didn't feel good. And I knew it didn't feel good and i ignored it because i felt like i should be doing something or i got caught in the trap of everyone else is doing it so i'm going to do it but it wasn't true for me and that's why i didn't get the result that i
0: wanted mm. and so what i'm hearing is it's almost like coming back to coming back to the intention coming back to the intuitive you know why am i doing this and how am i here to serve and maybe reevaluating or exploring that part and I'm sure following up and then looking at, and then where was the action and where was the execution of that? And and so would you say you encourage people to look at both of those things when they go, wow, that just, that was a total belly flop. And I like to think I did everything. I checked all the boxes, blah, 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 whatever. Or maybe they knew right away, but let's assume they didn't. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that what you would encourage is to go back and kind of again, look at both and you know, were you in alignment? Were you, Was your intention clear? You know, is your why there? And did you take these actions? Yes,
1: definitely, definitely do both in terms of the reevaluation of the intention, and then the reevaluation of the execution, and also allow yourself to kind of be disappointed. You know, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's also part of the process, particularly as entrepreneurs. You know, it's feedback. You know, I really don't believe in failure. It's just feedback. Mm-hmm to be open to what you're being you're being taught it's a lesson that's all it is and I think one thing that is so critical to remember when that happens is it is not a judgment call on who you are or how valuable you are or how amazing the gift that you're bringing to the world is
0: it's just feedback Mm -hmm. that's great that's beautiful so before we kind of wrap this up, there's one more question. I think, again, it's your question. So I'm going to ask it, but I think it's such a powerful way to get to know you and your process a little better and, you know, for those listening, for them to to hear from someone who's, who's been there, done that a bit. And, you know, we all know everyone's path is different. And so, you know, I always like to, you know, caution that just because this was your experience, it may not be everyone else's, but I think we can always learn something right from others. So Mm -hmm. if you were to go back to, you know, Amy, who was just starting out, Mm -hmm. turn back the clock, is there anything that you would want to tell her, you know, either something that she really needs to focus on or something that maybe she needs to watch out for you know the thing that i would
1: tell that amy is to trust you know to really trust that her intuition to trust that what she was hearing was right because it's so funny that now that i'm so much further down the line i can see myself coming back full circle to the ideas that i had initially but i didn't have trust I didn't have the faith that what I was hearing was right because it seemed different to what was around me. So what I would tell myself is to trust what I believe was true and what my my vision was and not be so influenced by what everyone else was doing around me. Wow. Because I got caught up for a while in trying to be just like everyone else and yeah, it didn't work because they weren't
0: me. Yes, many of us do. I think that is such a powerful reminder for all of us because I can only imagine how many people are listening to this thinking, oh, (laughs) right, I don't have to do it just like everybody else does. And it's really tricky in this world we live in where we are bombarded by this is how you do it and this is how you get to X place in life and this is how I did it, so you should do it this way too. And what's really beautiful about your gift and what you offer is you are helping women tap into their truth and into who they are. So you have your story and how you got there. Your gift is then to drop in with that person and help her reveal that for herself, which to me, that is the greatest gift anyone can receive. So that's incredible reminder for us. And As we close out the session, I want to ask a few questions, and I feel a little bit like James Lipton (laughs) at the end of Inside the Actor's Studio. (laughs) So, the mantra you live by. Today's circumstances
1: arise from yesterday's focus, which is might Mike Dooley. And I like that because it reminds me that everything I'm experiencing today, I chose. So if I don't
0: like it, I can change it for tomorrow most amazingly helpful resource that you have stumbled upon so far so i think this is probably cheating because it's not a
1: resource but kind of what immediately came to mind was sisterhood so for me it was finding a community of women and being present with them engaging with them and really just showing up and being in sisterhood and being supported by them and supporting them because it really helped me feel like i wasn't alone and that it was a safe space to kind of try things out and to set different ideas and to, you know, to celebrate when things went well and to be like bummed when it didn't go well. And that oh. was so, so powerful. And it's not technically a resource, but I do think community is so powerful, particularly as an entrepreneur, because
0: it can be really, really lonely. Mm. So finding your people is huge. Who are your teacher guides and other powerful women? I'm a powerful woman. So, I am loving at the moment
1: Maran Williamham. I love A Return to Love. Danielle Laporte. I love Danielle. I don't really know how to describe Danielle Laporte, but I, I love her. Because she's just so Danielle. And I just... She speaks her truth and she doesn't care, and I love that. I actually really like Tony Robbins. He's not a girl. But I love his... Energy and his action, and I think he's a really powerful example of a really strong masculine energy or an action energy in a really healthy way. So I know I talked a lot today about kind of the feminine and the intention. It's not that the feminine is better than the masculine because you need both. And I think Tony's a really good example of a really positive action energy. So I really like him. I really enjoy his work as well.
0: And what's going on that you are most excited about in both your life and your business? Well, in my life right now,
1: it is spring, about to be summer. And this is huge because I live in Britain and it's been raining. So I'm so excited that we're having some sunshine and some heat because I feel so much better when it's warm. I can be outside and I can kind of bring more of the holiday into my everyday rather than being cooped up in uh, inside for the winter because I'm really not or into person at all. So I'm feeling really good about preparing for more sunshine. And I'm going to be on retreat in August with a group of amazing women at Captivate, yourself included. So I'm really looking forward to that. In terms of my business, I'm about to launch a brand new programme, which is called Unapologetic and True. And then it's all about helping women find their truth, find who they truly are and how they want to show up in the world. And helping them get to a point where they can stand strong in who they are and be unapologetic and selling their truth and claim it and own it and rock it and being the amazing rock star powerful woman that they are already and i'm really excited to to launch that and see women that kind of pundit for that and see them shine their light so powerfully and strongly and beautifully in the world
0: Mm, that's awesome. Well, I have fallen even more in love with you <laughs> over the last thirty minutes and which I didn't think was possible. And now that everyone else has as well, how can they reach out? How can they, you know, keep in touch, see what you're up to, all that good stuff? Yeah. So come on over to me at com.
1: Probably the best place to kind of come and find me. It's kind of my my home online, it's the hub of everything. And you can find me that on links to my facebook and my instagram and all that good stuff
0: but yeah come and see me at amy com,
1: i won't spell it but yeah
0: <laughs> I'll have it in the it, I, they can see it they can see it <laughs> right at the top of this podcast so exactly awesome this has been such a pleasure and an honor for me to get to interview you you've been doing such incredible work with these podcasts and work with all the women in your business and I just I'm so excited for so many more people through this to get to know you and your mission and gifts even better
1: well thank you I just love being interviewed by you I knew you were the exact right person to be my interviewer and I love the fact that we're wrapping season one um with the two of us talking again because of course your interview your podcast that kicked off parts something and guts so thank you
0: Mm, my pleasure. All right, well, we'll sign off. Thank you everyone for listening. Be sure if you have anything to let Amy know, find her on on the web and check out this new program. I'm super excited about it myself. All right. Thanks everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening, gorgeous. Love what you heard? Leave a review on iTunes because that helps people find the show. Then get your sweet self over to heartsoulandguts.com and join the convo. And by the way, thanks for being you because the world needs more dreamers who get stuff done.